can totally spread through a kiss if you share food, share cups, you know, if someone has cavity in the house, if one of the kids get a cavity, pretty soon all the other kids are gonna get cavities and same thing with the moms. Hi guys, this is Dr. Nadia Abelhaus and Dr. A, and Dr. Joanna Valentine, Dr. B. Okay, so during the years, we've noticed that people come to us with dental related questions and now they started to ask us business related questions on how to build a team and how to scale in different locations and while being working parents. So we decided to add value and answer your questions as well using this podcast, this platform in here with this brand new podcast called Ask Doctors A and B. Yeah, exactly. So if you guys missed our previous one, which was our launch, it's all about clenching and grinding. It affects a lot of people. So if you guys missed it, be sure you go back and watch mm -hmm. and make sure you subscribe as well so that you never miss when we post a new podcast. So let's dive in mm -hmm. to today's topic, which is going to be all about cavities. It affects millions of people around the world. Um, mm -hmm. And it's a very easy solution, but it's also a big topic. Um, so let's go right into it. Why don't we talk a little bit about what is a cavity? Yeah, let's keep it simple. So, you know, a cavity is caused by bacteria. And, you know, you don't need to know exactly the name of it, but what you really need to know is that it can spread. So if you get a cavity in this tooth, pretty soon the tooth on the side is going to get the cavity because the bacteria is going to go and infect the other tooth. And then pretty soon it goes to the other side of the mouth, up, down, like, and it goes, and it can spread. And even worse, it can spread from person to person. It can totally spread through a kiss. If you share food, share cups, you know, if someone has cavity in the house, if one of the kids get a cavity, pretty soon all the other kids are going to get cavities. And same thing with the moms. Right? Yeah, like, and this really hit home to me because, I, you know, as you guys know, I have a little one. Mm -hmm. She's 15 months. And so when Kayla was born, I made it my mission to, like, tell all my, mm -hmm. you know, pregnant moms, new moms, that, you know, when the baby's born, they're born sterile. They don't have any of the cavity-causing bacteria. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if mom's coming in and they have a ton of cavities that's not fixed, I'm like, whoa, you know, we got to make sure we take care of this mm -hmm. because, you know, you're going to transfer that bacteria to mm -hmm. the baby. And then all of a sudden, as they grow up, mm -hmm. they're set into this track of, like, I constantly get cavities, but we could have prevented it, you know, long before just right. by minimizing the amount of, you know, bacteria exposure sure. to the baby. So that's really important. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is like, okay, so bacteria, we know it can spread, you know, it obviously probably doesn't affect everybody in sure. the same way. So what are some of the risk factors? Like how do some people have more cavities versus others? You know, a lot of this has stand, like genetic some of it has genetic, but of course, like what you do during the day, like any other disease, like blood pressure, anything, like it does have the genetic component, but of course, if you're not eating healthy or if you're not staying healthy, it can aggravate. And since it's a disease, cavity is a disease and it's caused by bacteria, there are things that you do that can aggravate it. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing is that we talk a lot is there is something, the difference between quantity and and the frequency okay so what is it there are food that that like almost like gives the strength to the cavity right like and everybody's like oh my god the dentist and not like anyone to eat sugar and it's because of course like sugar and any carb it gives the strength to the cavity i'm gonna explain you to how 
So when you eat something that like, you know, if you eat sugar right now, any dessert, your mouth is going to become more acidic, right? And when you have this acidity in the mouth, it's going to cause a little holes, we call pores in the teeth, and then bacteria can take advantage and get in, right? And and then start to damage. And, and if you... It's breaking down the tooth structure over exactly. time. Exactly. Right? And the thing is, if you eat, for example, now, after 20 to 30 minutes, whatever it is, then the mouth goes back to normal. You know, the acidity goes away and it goes back to normal. But you know how many people love to keep eating all the time, like every 20 minutes, and it's at this early, or they have the coffee. And you sip on a coffee, you put it in here. Then you leave, you come back, sip on a coffee, go, and then go. Yeah. And some people love energy drinks, like all yeah. this thing that's so much acid. So you're already causing acid, then you add more acid, and you're sipping on it all day yes. long. This if is you, really bad. Yeah, if you want to drive me crazy, it's to tell me, oh, I sit with that bag of M&Ms for like three hours. It no. drives me crazy. I mean, hey, you can't, <laughs> let's be, let's face it. I mean, you can't just go and say, hey, no one can eat carbs. It's not going to work like that, but if you're going to eat it, I suppose, you eat it this, but if you are a snacker, if you like to snack, then get something healthy to snack, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, you eat that thing that you want to eat, and hopefully it's healthy, because that's important too. Mm -hmm. Oral health is very related to all your body health, and it's not only right there. So if you're going to eat snacks, make sure that your snacks at least does not contain a lot of carbs or sugar. Exactly. And the key is carbs because a lot of times, you know, people don't think about like, oh, a cracker. Yeah. I mean, it's, doesn't, it's not sugary. It doesn't have sugar, but carbs break down into sugar and that also feeds the bacteria. It's not so. about like the, the, the effect that it kind of glues in the tooth. Have you eaten Oreo oh, or a cracker? It stays yeah. there for hours and you're going to keep picking it. Yes. It doesn't go away. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, and let's kind of go into a little bit, you know, we talked about why some people get it more. Um, mm -hmm. But let's talk about another common question mm -hmm. where patients, parents specifically, they'll come mm -hmm. in and they'll basically be told that, you know, the kid has a cavity. Yes. And then the parents are like, well, why does it matter? Like, it's a baby tooth. It's going to fall out. So, yeah. Why do we need to fix so, it? Oh, that's very easy. Like, we just talked about that cavity spread, right? And people, when they're, like the babies, by the time they're six years old, around there, or like an average of six-year-old, they're already having permanent teeth. So it's not like going to be this phase in your life they only have baby teeth, but you're going to have permanent teeth with baby teeth. So if you get a cavity in your baby teeth, that's what's going to happen. It's going to spread to your permanent tooth. And you don't want a cavity in your permanent tooth. So if you have one in your baby tooth, okay, is it bad? Yes, but it's not as bad as having it on a permanent tooth. Yeah. So you got to fix it. And the second big thing, so teeth are in there and they're saving the space for the permanent teeth to come in. Yeah. So if you lose that tooth, guess what's going to happen on the teeth on the sides? They're going to start to shift. And then they're going to close the space. Yeah, can we fix it? Can you get braces later? Yeah, or can you put, like, you know, it's mainly to prevent and to keep, maintain a space. There are other ways, like, if you have to lose a toothache, sometimes they, the baby tooth has to go. Yeah. There's no, you know, it's over then. Right. There are other things that we do, but we try to save them until they're ready to go. So they save the space and they're not spreading cavities around and with their siblings yeah, or so in their house. You don't right. want cavity. You don't want a bacteria yeah, anywhere no, in your body. Absolutely not. not in your mouth. Not anywhere. <laughs> not anywhere. And it's 
<laughs> Good point to note that they always say that, you know, it's going to fall out. Yeah. But it may not fall out for years. By then, it, you know, it's not a tiny cavity. You know, you could be at risk for an abscess or a real yeah. dental infection. It hurts. It you does. don't want the kids to be in pain. Yeah, they're going to be missing school. Yeah. And, you know, worse, you know, they can end up in an emergency room. You know, yeah. we definitely hear about kids, you know, having that happen. And not just kids, but adults. You know, a lot of adults put it off um, because they're like, oh, it doesn't hurt. Oh, I'll wait till Oh, whenever. that's a great question. You know? When someone comes to you and say, but, you know, I don't feel anything. I don't need it. I don't feel anything. Why are you telling me I had a cavity? Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's when you go like, great. If you don't feel anything, that's great news because you do not want to feel anything because once you feel something, game is over. It's in the nerve most of the times. If it isn't the nerve, the nerve is infected. You cannot fix it easily anymore. You have to go into a root canal and then that's a whole another subject. And a whole another subject. But if I get there, you know. And then, you know, the less, the more conservative and less tooth structure you miss by fixing the tooth, the stronger your tooth and the longer it's going to be saved. Exactly. Remember, like, our goal is people are living 100 years. We want to keep everyone's teeth in there. We don't want anyone going on ventures. We don't want anyone losing teeth or having to get, like, bigger restorations that it's going to cause way, it's going to cost way more money and it's going to be so much harder to fix yeah, you know we more wanna, time more time and you want to keep it simple so you have a cavity fix it and how do you know you have a cavity you, you know you're regular you got, we got to get in get your regular checkups you know doing regular x-rays because a lot of times by the time we see it with our eyes, oh, yeah. it's huge. You know, we would have been able to detect it with an x-ray, you know, long before we actually see it visually. So, you know, we definitely have some patients will come in like, oh, I don't see it. There's not a hole yet, so we're not going to fix it. And like, well, by the time you see a hole, it's really bad. It's huge at that point. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You don't want to uh, see a hole because it starts in between. By the time, like, it starts in between your teeth. So by the time it gets up, oh, it's already gotten that way too. Like it, it's all over. So and it's probably in a lot of teeth. Like if you see a hole, let me tell you, most likely have cavities in a bunch of other teeth. So sometimes not, but it's a big, it, it's a big indication. So make sure that it's prevented, that you're preventing it and preventing it from, like from getting bigger. Go to your dentist and make sure you get those, you know, those prevent those uh, those exams yeah, that it's like the recall exams that we call it checkups the checkups exactly yeah That's the word exactly. <laughs> exactly make sure you get your checkups you know so you're preventing root canals and preventing bigger issues and then there is a big way to prevent too she's going to talk about a little bit about um brushing exactly. which is like the yep. key too yep now that we told you all about it and how we don't want you to have it we want to give you guys the tools to make sure you prevent it so let's get into that so what do we do? And I'm always really surprised because there's always somebody during the week that, you know, doesn't floss or doesn't know how to floss or brush properly. Um, so I, we really want to take the time to show you guys how this is done. So basically what we do when we're talking to patients is we want you to use a soft toothbrush. Um, we would recommend even an electric toothbrush if you've got it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, they typically will remove more plaque than with a manual. Um, but of course, you know, if you're really efficient at a manual, it can do, you know, just as good as well. So what I tell patients to do is you take your toothbrush, you want to tip the toothbrush at a 45 degree angle along the gum line and do circular motion. Just like that. So it's really important that you get along the gum line, so that 45 degree angle pointing to the gums in circular motion, 
really critical. A lot of times people will kind of brush the edges like that and they'll miss all along the gum line and bacteria yeah. likes to sit there right along the gums. Yeah, um, and the other really tricky thing that I tell patients to make sure, make sure you get to is those back teeth, those back upper ones, especially mm -hmm. if any of you guys have a big toothbrush and so a lot of people miss them. Yeah, they right? do. Very common. Uh -huh. When we come in and we check on anybody, check to see if the assistant's clean the patients properly or the hygienist, the first spot we go to is those back molars because there's always something back there. And so we tell patients, you know, if you're having a hard time getting to those back ones, make sure you just close a little bit. So instead of opening like all the way, you mm -hmm. close part way and you kind of shift your jaw. I don't know if you can see this very well, but basically you shift your jaw over to the side that you're working on. So for example, if you're brushing that left side, you close a little, and you move your jaw over to that left side. And what that does is it basically will move that joint out of the way so that your toothbrush can slide behind that molar. You know, you just, I mean, some people don't, are not so tight at the jaw, so they can they can just fit, fit it. Like if you feel like, because some people say, oh, it's so hard for me to brush back then. So like back there, so that's why you do. But if you have, you know, some people, the cheek is not so tight. So if you fit it, good. I mean, mm -hmm. the goal is you do this. But I don't know if you guys noticed that she was being really gentle. You know, this is why she's saying like one other thing about electric toothbrush. I mean, I have no, like if you're good with this one, fine. The main goal is not like, oh, if I use electric toothbrush, it doesn't mean if you don't, if you don't use it, <laughs> that means it's not good. Oh, so actually I mean to say, some people come and say, I have an electric toothbrush. But are you using it? It's not what you have. It's like you have to be affected. So the cool thing about electric toothbrush is like if you put too much force, it stops. So one other thing to like, if you notice, she was not. It's not how strong you're. It's not brushing. like cleaning your floors. No, it's like how longer you stay in each tooth to remove everything. It's one by one. You can't go like. You know, it's not cleaning. So you gotta go one by one and see like and look at the gum. It's going one by one and. It's always this way, okay? Never straight, because when you go straight, you're not brushing the gums. Imagine and like then massaging. go backwards, see? Like you go backwards. You don't brush only the front, that's another thing too. Mm -hmm. A lot of people brush the front teeth and they forget the, the back, the inside. Yeah. And here, you go like this, that's why, like, you know, the same thing in here. Go all the way around and come and come around. So, yeah. and it's really important, you know, sometimes, you know, the. They always say two minute is the golden rule, right? Yeah. But I feel like sometimes even after two minutes, I still feel stuff on there. So, you know, two minutes may not be enough. You know, make sure that you go back through Fine. as long as it takes. Sometimes I'll say, just turn on your favorite song. That's about two, two and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to kind of make sure you time yourself. Yeah. A lot of people are like, I brushed two minutes. I'm like, I think that was about 30 seconds because my husband does it all the time. He doesn't, he's always like, I'm done, it's two minutes. I'm like, no, that wasn't two minutes. So make sure you take the time, Yeah. be thorough. Be thorough. Um, this is so much easier than getting work done at the dentist. This is like, it, it is. and then you can prevent so much. And of course, it comes with the flossing. Yes, flossing. you know, we're totally, we can come Just, back in here and talk totally about the. Well, even like when, it talk, when you talk about flossing, a lot of patients ask me, you know, should I use regular floss or I just use those picks. Do people ask you about that? Oh, and like, are they time. good, you know, if they use just those um, yeah. versus and, regular? Yeah. And then the main thing with like flossing, again, like remember I was saying, talking about bacteria, they like to group, right? And then the other thing that I can even mention in here too is about they're saying that they brush your teeth in the morning, mm -hmm. but not at night or at night, like, you know, 
Definitely we recommend at least twice a day, at night and in the morning, but I'm gonna tell you why at night is key. Because, and how all this flossing and all these things, so I'm gonna um, make it as a one topic. So bacteria love to group, right? They group and then they do the action. So during the day, while we're talking, even right now during this and eating and drink, like while we're drinking, we're kind of like, you know, Sub removing, sub-cleaning somehow a little bit, removing that hole and then disrupting the group of bacteria. But at night, oh, they're full strength. You're talking about eight hours, depending on how many hours you sleep, eight hours doing the damage with nothing to interrupt. Yeah, like, yeah. Know, I tell they're like having a party. They around. are, like you gotta be a party pooper and like, <laughs> you gotta yes, stop exactly. that party. So I guess the point <laughs> And being, that's more of what the floss does. Like you exactly. wanna disrupt it, they exactly. go under and you remove it you know, not only you're removing, you're breaking them apart, exactly. you're cleaning it. You yeah. have to do it all the time. Exactly. Because people it, say that they brush, but, you know, I'm like, brushing gets you about 90%. gets you 90%, and what about the stuff in between your teeth? You know, there's yeah. stuff in there that your toothbrush can't get to. I think, like, um, if you have a heart attack, like, as long as you use it. Like, there's so many tools. There's a floss. And if you can, you don't want to do that floss, you can do the, um, pigs. the pigs, and yeah. you can do the water pig with the floss like you know there's so many main goal is make sure you are stopping the party yeah yeah i mean <laughs> not letting them do the many work. ways to skin a cat as they say um so I, we feel that you know if you can find the right routine right tools and you're effective and we're not seeing any t infection then it's fine you can use whatever you um think is good yeah. for you um at least you can use it and it's like you're not using in this tooth and it's skipping to like doing stuff like Yes. Not exactly. like that. Like you want to use the pick, then you use, go inside the gum, inside the other side. Yeah. Like, you know, do it slowly and do it the clean slowly. Yeah. This is the same thing when people ask us, oh, what kind of toothbrush or what kind of toothpaste do you like? I'm like, I don't really care what kind of toothpaste. You know, no. we recommend having some fluoride, of course. Um, but it's really about the mechanical removal exactly. of the bacteria. So yeah. pick whatever flavor toothpaste you like. You know, ideally it had some fluoride in it just for the cavity prevention. Um, but other than that, you know, it's about consistency. That's consistency, well. yeah. And it's doing it at night and in the morning. You definitely want to do it. I mean, you know, you want to keep your friends. Yeah, and we get it. We get it. It's hard, right? I mean, you're working all day, you come home and there's kids to be and you're putting them to bed. The last thing you want to do is floss. Um, but when it comes to prevention, it's key. Yeah, we've got to do it. So back to long term, we want to keep our teeth for yeah. the longest time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I you know, we have again, like these topics that we talk about is just to bring in some curiosity. It's just maybe to, oh, now I have a question. Actually, I want to know about that. So leave us comments below. And hopefully pretty soon we're going to be going live to answer your questions live, which yeah. is going to be like on the spot. It's pretty cool like that too. So let us know. And, and again, this is not designed to diagnose anything because again, we do not have x-rays from you we don't have anything like you still have to go and check in with your dentist it's literally to inform and ask questions that people have or you know if you would oh i really have a question to the dentist but i don't know i don't have any friend dentist you gotta ask we are in here to answer your questions yes. any question you have yes and we believe that knowledge is key yes. so we just want to share as much knowledge as we have with you guys uh, so we hope you guys tune in to our next segment, our next podcast. Until then, be boundless with an iconic <laughs> smile. <laughs> Bye.